If you like retro video games, then you should check out the Nerd Cave Retro on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can find podcasts. If you like the show, then you can join the Discord by going to the Nerd Cave Retro Twitter page and click the link at the top of the page. If you like the Open Micers podcast, but you think I'm too handsome, check out the Jester's Court podcast hosted by my fat twin, Mr. Mike Evelyn, found wherever podcasts are given away for free. We also want to shout out our other fine patrons, Mr. Derek Diamond, Derek Shirley, Kathy Gutierrez-Figueroa, Old Rob himself, Robbie Hennig, and I am the Rampage. Let's do it. thing it is time for the open micers podcast my name is jason robbins i'm more yoked than the local chinese food egg rolls bubba i'm jacob craig <laughs> and uh buddy our uh, our guest stood us up yeah so we get to do a fun little thing with seems just to the be two a, of us seems to be a theme with mma fighters you get them interested to come on the show and then they ghost you to be fair I booked the show like in the back of a bar at 11 p.m. So, I mean, I don't blame him for taking back his offer. Yeah. Oh, well, it's all right. We'll have a hostful episode tonight. And uh, before we started, we were talking about um, why does the power company, why does the power company advertise? Because our, our bills are crazy. Around here, Jacob was telling me their power bill for the last month, and like it blew whatever hair I had left off of my body. And uh, like my power bill is expensive, but you guys, holy crap! Why is your what are you are you guys running a meth lab out there? Is that where all your power is going? Allegedly, but here's the thing. Um, no, I don't even know what power company we use. I think it's Singing River Electric. Uh, I'm pretty sure we don't have Mississippi Power. I think it's Singing River. It Electric. might be. I'm on. Uh, no wait. Am I Singing River? I don't think I'm Singing River. I think I'm Mississippi Power. I'm pretty. Yeah, yeah. I'm Mississippi Power because I pay. Let me look at my bookmarks here. So because <laughs> I go here <laughs> to pay online every single month. Uh, yeah, it's Mississippi Power. Um, I don't know why I don't have Singing River. That's weird. Yeah, it's like. I feel like we're getting ripped off because we we constantly have a lot of the lights off in the house because it's just so fucking hot. So a lot of times there's no lights going. There's, you know, the TV's not on, whatever. Like, and my girlfriend's um, mom, like their house, they have constantly air conditioning, constantly like five TVs running because there's a giant house of people. And their power bill is around like 150 a month. Don't, are you and sure guys, you guys don't have like some bums out in the woods like siphoning <laughs> off your power? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I think it's the electricity in this house. It's like the outlets are all fucked up and the fuse box is fucked up. So I think it's just exerting like a lot of fucking power that we're not actually using. I would get that checked. That, that should be something you should go, you know go have checked out because that's not cool. Yeah, the funny thing is my uncle's an electrician. And, like, we still just don't have this shit fixed. Yeah. When we have, we have several electricians in the family. 
Well, you should that get that fixed. That would just come and fix it for free. You should not have like your power bill should not be that freaking high for where for the place you live. Tell my parents this because my mom thinks it's completely fucking normal. <laughs> That's not normal. That's like you guys don't have a mansion. That's like mansion type power bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we have we have just a tiny little fucking double wide trailer. And the the only thing that's going all the time is the air conditioners. So that's that's it. Yeah, same here. I mean, I got this two story apartment that I'm in, and my bill. I do this that Mississippi Power does this thing where you can do like average your bill so that it's not like you know one bill will be like crazy and the next bill's like super low. So they sort of like you know average it out your use so you're paying like you know, roughly the same amount every month but it, it'll either go fluctuate you know twenty dollars here and there but man the last month with this freaking heat wave like it's gone up like crazy yeah that's another thing it's like mississippi has the hottest fucking summers obviously but like in the winter you know how it is here like it'll be literally 80 degrees one day. Yeah. And the next day it's down to 30 degrees. Dude, there's literally like in the middle of the day where you're running the heater in the morning and then you're running the, the, the air conditioner by like noon. Absolutely. Like no matter what the weather is doing, you can never not have either a heater yeah. or an air conditioner running because it's not, it's never <laughs> in between. We get maybe 10 days out of the year where we can like not have to run the heater or the air conditioner. And even then it's like 75 and yeah. that's hot for me. <laughs> like that's just a sticky, uncomfortable, yeah. like shirtless eating a hot dog. Between two. <laughs> between <laughs> my ideal temperature is between 65 and 68. Like that's, my, that's my ideal temperature. Yeah. My ideal temperature is 69. <laughs> nice. Nice, yeah. But back I, to the I, point. Oh, what were you going to say? No, it's not important. I was just going to say I keep all the air conditioners on 69 just <laughs> for the meme. But back to the point. Like, why does the why does the the electric company, why do they advertise? There's, like, TV ads. There's radio ads. There's internet ads. Like, I'm always going on Twitter, and, like, I get an advertisement for, like, Mississippi Power on Twitter. And, yeah. like... Why? Yeah, there's billboards. Like, I don't have a choice of what power company to use. Like, why are you spending money literally probably at least a couple million dollars a year in advertising? Why? That is money that you could be, not have to spend and not charge me so much for electricity. Yeah, that that is a good point. Like... School districts don't advertise, right? Because yeah. it's just you can't. You go just go where they tell to, you to go, like there's, right? Yeah, you know, whatever zone you're in. Yeah, if you live here, you go here. If yeah. you live here, this is your power company. Yeah, it's like I can't just decide I want Mississippi Power to come do my shit. Yeah, I don't know. It's so weird, and that that just seems like such a waste of money to me. I mean, do they do it to avoid taxes or something? Like, wh why? I mean, I'm sure that there's some kind of, like, background as to why they do that. We Tax write-off is a good start. We need somebody from Mississippi Power to write into the show 
and let us know why you're wasting money every fucking year when you could be passing those savings along to the people. Yeah, and I mentioned too before we started the show, there's commercials on TV for water. <laughs> Bro, I don't need a reminder that I need water. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? I'm still not going to drink it. No matter how many commercials you make, it's Pepsi Max for me, baby. Pepsi Max is so good. Oh, dude, isn't it the best? It's better than Coke Zero. For sure. And also, I hate how they've changed both of those names now. Have you seen this? Uh Uh-uh. Dude, go go to any gas station and buy a bottle of Coke Zero or Mm -hmm. Pepsi Max. It doesn't say that. It says Coke Zero Sugar, Pepsi Zero Sugar. Hmm. That's what it says. They got rid of the max and the zero. Why? I don't know. It's better <coughs> marketing. I, max I, I know zero. they had a different can for the, the Coke Zero. I went and got a can of Coke Zero from the, uh, the gas station the other day. And it's not a black can with the white and red lettering. It's, it's a red can with black lettering and looks awful. I should sue the Coca-Cola company for trying to kill me. <laughs> Because the Coke Zero packaging now looks, looks like exactly, regular. <laughs> exactly like the regular Coke. If I mix that up, that's not a good day for me. <laughs> if I just, you know, grab white instead of black. Well, maybe you should. And, uh, you know, just risk uh, a, a diabetic uh, coma for a week or so. And then uh, Sue Coke, and then we'd have a ton of money for the podcast here. We would have a ton of money for the podcast. I would have a couple less toes. I mean, that's... (laughs) That counts as losing weight, right? Yeah. That's a positive. I mean, how much can a toe weigh, though? I mean, unless it's the big one. Even then, it's only like, what, maybe a quarter of a pound? Dude, I got some pretty sausagey toes, you know what I mean? (laughs) Let me ask you about your toes. Do you... On your feet, does your second toe, like the, uh, not the big toe, but the one next to it, does it overlap your big toe? Yes. It does? Because mine's like like a monkey finger. Like, I actually measured, like, I can measure right now. Like, my second toe is the exact same size as my pinky. Really? Yeah. yeah like, if I, lost a, if I lost a pinky, it, I could replace it with that toe. That's and small, would, though, isn't it? Not really. Like, dude, if you, I got like this freaking. Oh yeah, you got you do have big old big old pinky. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like my my middle toes are definitely the longest. I I feel like it's the size of like just a just a hefty baby. Like that's <laughs> what my middle toe reminds me of. I played Just bass for nice. Hef- I played bass for Hefty Baby Penis back in the nineties. <laughs> no way! <Yeah. laughs> but it's like you know, it's like you see someone like changing a baby's diaper, and you're like, "Mm-hmm, that's right." Takes yeah. after his daddy. Like that's the kind of middle toe I have. And like the older I get, the weirder my toes look. I guess because of you, you're just constant walking for forty-five yeah. years. Like my my pinky toes are like starting to like curl under. My other toe. <laughs> and You're like, starting to get grandma feet. Yeah, and, and they're not like wrinkly or anything. Like I got some good looking. I could sell feet pics. Like I got some good looking feet. 
<laughs> you're not describing feet pick material. But this it's weird because that pinky toe is like starting to curl under. I'm like, man, that that's just from years of walking wrong because I'm flat footed, I guess. Or it's like you stubbed your toe one too many times. Probably. I do that all the time. My poor pinky toes have probably been at least I know for a fact I broke at least one pinky toe from mm -hmm. uh I remember when I was a kid, me and my brother were chasing each other through the house and he ran into the bedroom and I was running after him and he ran into the bedroom and slammed the door. And like my pinky toe went under the door and snapped. <laughs> and like I was like, ah, I think I broke my toes. And, and I told my mom I needed to go to the hospital. And she was like, I, what? Are, they can't do anything for it. So she just kind of taped my foot up and I hobbled around for a couple of months. Yeah, see, parents always say that, but that's bullshit, you know? They just didn't like, want to pay. <laughs> they can set that toe back. Yeah. So like they I, can put a little wooden thing, but on I have it big feet like too, and I'm I'm clumsy. So my entire life has been spent at least once a week banging my pinky toe against a corner somewhere in the house. I'm right there with you, dude. Like I can't tell you how many times in my life that I've had to wear a bandaid over my uh, toenail because mm -hmm. I'll just stub my pinky toe so hard the fucking toenail comes off. Yeah, like, it's just absolutely horrifying and one time i dropped a recliner on my big toe and so my big toenail still has this like weird indention from where like the track of the recliner dropped on it oh. so it's like these it's like these two <laughs> raised bumps and this one just really flat yeah uh, man i my big toe uh, a couple of years ago the i i the 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 nail came off because I was helped, actually, it was a guest of the show here, Mr. Mike Dixon from Dixon's Dungeon, was moving out of his apartment into his house, and he asked me to help him. And this was about five or six years ago, I guess. And um, I was helping him move, and I was wearing a pair of, like, lace-up canvas shoes, uh, you know, that I got at, like, uh, Target, I think. There's like, yeah, just, like, s real simple shoes to slip on and off. And I'm over there helping him move, and he's got all these shelves, you know, he's got, like, all these toys and stuff that he keeps on these shelves. Well, I went to grab this shelf, and, I, and it, was, it was two shelves stacked on top of one another, and I grabbed the top shelf, I lifted up and pulled back on it, and the, as I was backing up, I didn't know the bottom shelf was unstable, and it fell forward and just clipped right on the top of my big toe, and... I looked down and already had like blood soaking through the canvas shoe. And I was like, uh, I'm going home now. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. I'm never ask me to help you move. Like <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely the person that's going to get hurt within the first 10 minutes of moving. Oh, shit. that's me. Cause I'm super, uh, just, I, I've been clumsy my entire life and it's getting worse mm. as I get older. Like it's just so bad now. Like I've, I have j a bit about me falling down all the time yeah. now. And that's not a lie. That's not a joke. I just fall the fuck down for no reason. Right. Meanwhile, like people, my age and my brother's age, like when my brother was moving out of his apartment into his first house, this was probably, I don't know, man. Uh, 
maybe like eight years ago now, some shit like that. Something like that, or six, at least six years ago. So he was probably around 25 at the time. You were like four. Uh, yeah, right, right. No, I was, I was around four. I was 14 to 16, something, something around there. So I was helping move, but like, I, you know, I wasn't strong enough for any of the heavy, real heavy stuff yet. Mm. Um, so my brother and a couple of his friends had to move this couch down the stairs. And it was too wide for the stairwell. So instead of like trying to like kind of lift it up above the railing, two of them went on top of the balcony and my brother was on bottom and they just said, we'll throw it down to you. Catch it. And so they threw a couch at my brother and he caught it and hurt his back really, really bad. I'm sure he did. Like, that's the kind of stupid shit you can get away with when you're like 25 moving. <laughs> yeah, but that's going to haunt him later in life. He already has back problems from all the stupid shit he's done and thrown out his back. That sounds lovely. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with him, dude. I, you, uh, the day you came over to my house to tase me, I threw out my back playing with my daughter. <laughs> I was pretending to be Macho Man Randy Savage and fucking. <laughs> Threw my back out. What'd you do? The elbow off the top rope on her? <laughs> no, I just I kept throwing her on the couch. Oh. <laughs> like, she's at that fun age now where you could just give her a hefty toss and she'll be okay. Yeah. You know, you could just kind of whoosh, like just fucking throw her on the bed. Yeah. Well, she's got control of her neck muscles now, so she <laughs> she won't break her neck if you if you throw her on the couch. Right, like I'll, I'll for real, like throw her over my shoulder and then she'll fucking pile drive her <laughs> under the bed, dude. <laughs> Having kids is so much fun because you're never gonna be like, "Hey, you want to wrestle?" and they'll say no, you know? Yeah, like there, it's always yes. Like, let's go fucking wrestle. <laughs> kids are fun. Yeah, I wish I, I, I'll even wrestle with the kids at work. I'll admit it. I wrestle with other people's kids. I don't <laughs> give a fuck, dude. <laughs> it's like. Sometimes I'm kids need to be put in their place. Yeah. They so, need to know that I can just throw them over my shoulder. So last week, uh, we didn't do the show on Monday because I had a comedy competition. And let oh, yeah. me just say this right now. I bombed spectacularly. Big ol' rotten egg. It was, oof, it was bad. It was so bad. Like, to the point yeah. where I wanted to quit comedy. What's it like bombing? I've never done it. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever bombed. Well, other people said I didn't bomb as bad as I thought I did, but it was yeah. still pretty bad. Well, it's one of those things where, like, when you're bombing and you know you're bombing and, like, your first joke just doesn't fucking hit. And, like, you know that's one of your hitter jokes. Well, that like, was the thing. Know. It it was a competition, so I brought all of my A material. Like, I didn't do anything yeah. new. It was tried and true material, everything that's ever worked. Get on stage, first joke just fucking lands like a turd on a shag carpet. And it just went downhill from there. Yeah, it's and that's the one thing. It's like, in, like, in my head, I know, like, when, when I've started bombing like like i i know i'm gonna have a rough set from the first like 20 seconds like when i get the first line out and if it doesn't go well i'll just go in my head 
and say, this is the worst thing you have ever happened to me. <laughs> like That's just instantly the switch that flips, like when you know that you're going to just eat the worst bag of shit. And plus it's one of those things, there was a lot of newer comedians there who didn't have polished material and things like that. And they were getting laughs out of people from stuff that I was like, eh, I'm not going to say it, like my personal, it was my personal comedy taste. I didn't think some of it was funny. But then yeah. people were laughing at it, so I'm like, well, if they're laughing at that, I'm going to get up there and just murder these people. And that's what I yeah. planned on doing. I was going to get on stage and just murder this crowd. And it did not happen. And there were some other comedians there that are seasoned comedians that were in the competition as well. And they, most of the seasoned comedians pretty much fell flat. Like, I don't know what was going on that night. I mean, it's probably just one of those crowds, dude. We got to tell you guys about B-Res Coffee Company. That's right. B-Res Coffee is a small business established here on the Gulf Coast that was created for gamers by game. Whatever kind of coffee you like, they got you covered. Like the out-of-this-world chocolate and caramel flavored roast. Or the Two Hardies One Ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate flavored roast. You can even get your very own Open Micers Roast of Coffee. So if you like us, you'll like this dark roast too. So head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use our code OMPODCAST for 10% off of your order. So I went to Mobile to see the Hodge twins, right? Mm -hmm. Who, if you don't know who the Hodge twins are, they're these two identical twin brothers who are like super muscular and the most conservative like people of all time like they they have like this conservative youtube their nickname's the conservative twin and i didn't know this when my friend texted me and was like hey do you want to go to this comedy show i'll pay for your ticket and give you a ride of course i'm gonna say yes to that yeah but i i didn't know what i was getting myself into luckily i blended in like if i was black it wouldn't have gone well but <laughs> <laughs> even though the Hodge twins are black, there was one black guy there and I was so scared for him. Um, it was one of those things. Wow. Like that kind of crowd where it's just super uptight old white dudes, Ugh. like either everything bombs or they'll laugh at like the Hodge twins would just say something like, fuck you, you're stupid Democrat. And then they get like the biggest laugh ever. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, this isn't, this isn't comedy. This is, this is people who don't understand what jokes are. Yeah, that and I, I, that's the thing about conservative comedy is you don't even have to be funny. All you have to do right. is just say "own them libs," and people will get a you'll get a fucking laugh out of it. And that's what bugs the fuck out of me with all that kind of shit. Because I try not to do. I mean, I've done some political jokes before, but I try to do. Stuff that that at least if I'm making fun of somebody from the, you know, the quote other side or whatever, like you can still laugh at it. Like I still do jokes about both sides, but, you know, I kind of lean more towards one side than the other. So I'm going to make fun of the other side a little bit more. But I try to do the jokes in ways that, you know, you can still laugh at it. But, man, I, I still try not to do political jokes. but that. Like, we've had a lot of conservative comedians, you you know, at the, the, the open mic nights around here. And 
that's just a that's that's a playground i don't even want to play in first of all they all suck like that's a good like (laughs) distinction like ron white is a very conservative comedian but he's a good fucking comedian so even when he says something i don't agree with i can laugh at it that's a good fucking joke yeah like you know if you're a comedian who just you go up there with this stupid like street joke about democrats like there's this one guy who went up and his like first line and that's the only line i heard was uh what's the difference between a liberal and a bucket of shit yeah the bucket and then everyone in the literally i'm not kidding everyone in the room got up and left (laughs) that's not an exaggeration everyone left i know who you're talking about i know exactly who you're talking about (laughs) i'll just say who it is Stefan Duran, who can catch these fucking hands any day of the week because he tried to threaten me while I was hosting my own open mic. I'll fucking end you. Anyway. <laughs> wow. Just throwing it out there. I'm, I'm not a very combative person, but there's some inside baseball going on off camera here. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's okay. I'm not a very combative person, but like when you come up to me and like physically threaten me in a place where I'm in a professional setting and if I can't act how I would usually act because I'd get fired, like that definitely rubs me the wrong way. Also, if you're the type of asshole that threatens the, the open mic host, like that's just instant, like getting banned like if i were you i'd have told him to get the hell out don't ever come back well i was at the point where i was going to swing on him if i didn't just let it go so i i went and just told whoever i was like hey uh i can't deal with this guy like if i deal with him it's gonna get physical so if you want to deal with it go for it because <laughs> i'm not fucking doing it i just i, I do uh... I don't like conservative comedy at all. Like you said, Ron White's funny because he actually knows how to crap jokes. But people that try to be funny by by just like, like you said, like they get up there and and say like, just fuck you, libtard, and like get a laugh out of it. Like you're not a comedian. You're you're a pandering uh, asshole. <laughs> is what you are. Right. Yeah, man, I don't know. I I think it's so overdone when because there's so many like uh, liberal comedians like it's it's so overdone when you shit on like Republicans and conservative shit like Jimmy Kimmel does it every single night. Mm. Like if you ever look at a Jimmy Kimmel monologue, it's unwatchable. Yeah, they're all the same. Right. They're all the same. And and two years after Donald Trump lost the presidency, he's still just constantly like entire monologue about donald trump it's like oh, no one fucking cares oh he's not going in away anytime soon <laughs> you know yeah but even still like he's not relevant right now like yeah. i don't fucking care talk about joe biden falling off the bike because that's what's fucking funny right <laughs> you know what i mean like talk about joe biden like fucking possibly dying dude i feel like if joe biden fell off that bike it's just a little harder <laughs> <laughs> It would have been no more Joe. <laughs> yeah. That, well, and and those foot clip things for bikes, 
Like, I don't know why those things exist. Do you know how many people I've seen eat shit on bikes because of those stupid foot clips? A lot. Yeah. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea in the first place. It's not a good idea. Like, riding a bike, you're supposed to be able to, like, put your foot down when you want to, not, like, have your foot locked into this clip thing. Like, that's just a recipe for disaster. Like, who, who invented that? So, Joe Biden is the oldest president of all time, right? <laughs> He's the oldest president that we have ever elected. That means that George Washington is better off riding a fucking bike than he is, dude. <laughs> and can you imagine George Washington riding a bike? Because I can't. No. Hey, but at least he's still doing it. Like, I hope I'm that spry if I make it to, what, like 89 or whatever, how old, however old he is. He's not spry, dude. But that's the other thing, too. It's like it's so it's it's even hackier when conservatives are just like, no one listens to me. No one listens to my side of politics. This is what I can joke about. It's like, dude, no one's trying to suppress you. It's just you're not making jokes. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> ranting. It's kind of like the way way Fox News is always like, you know, no, like they act like they're the underdog and like they always talk about like mainstream medium. Like you're the most watched news network in America. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's like they have to create an underdog syndrome to keep people, you know, in their kind of neuroses, I guess. I don't know. That's uh, It's so gross. Yeah, but. Yeah, man, like, I'll I'll talk about political issues, like, pretty often. Like, I, I wrote a pretty good joke I haven't tried out yet about the stuff in, going on in Ukraine. Like, you know, like, stuff like that that's relevant. But as far as, like, you know, being, like, personal about your political opinions on stage, it's like, that doesn't really benefit anybody. Yeah. And it's not really funny. Well, you, you instantly cut your crowd in half when you do that, too. Yeah. Well, it's like, even if you're the conservative twins performing to a crowd of nothing but conservative people, it's just not funny, dude. It's, <laughs> it's not funny to just rant about what you think should be happening in the country. That's pretty much what that show was. And the jokes that they tried to make was literally, there was a point in the show where one of them picked up the stool and started humping it, right? They started fucking the stool, which is like, an open mic or like 101 hey don't fuck the stool yeah just don't do that <laughs> like everyone knows don't fuck the stool so he was trying to do that and the the other one came up and he was holding like his microphone like it was a penis and like put it in the front and they were like pretending it was a girl that they were double teaming and i'm like this is i wish i took a picture of it because like this is the worst moment in comedy history I'm sure there there's been some bad moments. Like <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. That's just that's that just doesn't even sound remotely like anything I would pay for. No, and I didn't pay for it. Thankfully, <laughs> good. My friend paid for it. If you did, yeah. I would slap you in the face. But it's like it, and it wasn't even like the worst time. Like their opener was really funny. They had like a legit comedian opening for them, right? He did thirty minutes, and I'm like, "Wow, this opener's doing a lot of time." Like, well, I wonder why they have this opener coming up here and doing thirty minutes. Oh, it's because he's the only comedian on the show, uh. <laughs> so he really has to get people in a good mood. 
for these guys to come out and be like, do you want to see me fuck a stool? And, like, they talk like they have brain damage, by the way. That's like, you want to see me fuck a stool? It's like, that's what, that's just what happened. Uh, so that's what they find funny, huh? <laughs> that, and then they'll just, like, they, they did, like, a Q&A afterwards, and someone asked him a stupid question, and they'll be like, he voted for Hillary! That's so <laughs> awful. And, and the person that asked the question was like, no, I didn't. Uh-uh. It's, it's like in middle school when everyone's like, you're gay. You're like, no, I'm not. It's like, it was the same kind of situation. Wow. The same kind of like mental capacity for these people. Uh, I don't even know what to say to that. That just sounds like, why would, I mean, are you, I, I, if I had gone to something like that, I would be demanding my money back. Yeah, I, it's like my friend took me, and I was basically just a tag along. Where was this at? Like is that the Sanger Theater in Mobile? Oh, okay. Yeah, so it, which they didn't even remotely sell out, by the way. But that's beside the point. Um, yeah, it's like I, I definitely wouldn't have gone if if I, you know, had to do any work at all other than just going, <laughs> but. I mean, it was, it was a fun time. We went to the uh, electric piano parlor afterwards, and that place is a fucking party, let me tell you. <laughs> me, like, like me and um, our other friend Austin got fucking lit up. Dude. Nice. That's a, that a nice show. They have, like, dueling pianos there. Oh, that's it's cool. Like all, yeah, dude, it's such a fucking sh- good show. And you can give them requests, too, so they'll, like, like, they'll get so many requests where they try to, like, play these songs with one beat. And like make the lyrics mesh. It's really fun. That's cool. Um, I did. Uh, I renewed my Netflix subscription last week so I could watch Stranger Things, and yeah. um, I watched the new Bill Burr special uh, from Red Rocks. Any good? It's okay, but the sound is awful on it. Yeah, like the I mean, sound it is, is live really bad. But I've seen yeah. other specials from there. Like the Brian Regan special from there sounded great. This one sounded like they, I don't know, like he had a bad microphone or something. I don't know. It was like constantly just like either too loud or could barely hear him. Yeah, maybe I'm getting jaded, but it's like I'm done with Bill Burr. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, I mean, it was okay. It wasn't any of his best stuff. I mean, I would. I would say he's probably on the backside. He's definitely on the downslope of his career yeah. at this point. I should I should rephrase that. I'm done with Netflix comedy. Yeah. Like Netflix is not where it's at anymore. Everyone who's anyone, everyone who's fucking funny is producing their own YouTube specials. Yeah. And where they can say whatever they want and YouTube can go ahead and demonetize them, but it doesn't matter because they're selling thousands of tickets pouring on the road because they have an hour of just some of the funniest shit you've ever heard for free on YouTube that everyone can watch. Yeah. Like, that's why Mark Norman is just selling out everywhere, dude. Yeah. Well, TikTok and YouTube is the new way to go, so... Even TikTok's dying, bro. Like, TikTok is dying down. When was the last time you saw, like, a big, like, like, a TikTok comedian emerge? It's been a couple years since the big TikTok yeah. comedian. Has I mean, I still see a lot of the the comedians putting uh, material up on TikTok. I come across that a lot. Yeah, but here's the thing: now you can do that on YouTube. 
you can start doing that on YouTube now with the shorts. Yeah. True. So it's like people can scroll through YouTube and get suggested an hour long podcast, a 20 minute funny video. Oh, a 10 second clip of stand up, like all in the same scroll. Like that's that's just where the future is right now. Yeah. Like the, the, the special's got to be for free and it's going to suck because it takes like $100,000 to produce a really good special. But yeah, and I, I don't want people to think I, I, th- I thought the Bill Burr special is bad. It's not bad. It's just like I thought Paper Tiger was great. But this yeah. one is kind of like he did it. It was last year, uh, still kind of in the middle of the, the pandemic. And that's like a lot of the stuff he talked about. And eh, like I said, the sound was bad. And it, I felt like it was about 20 minutes too long. Like he kind of went over, like it's she, she he 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 could have shaved about twenty minutes off of that set. Yeah, it's one of those things. Where like I've I haven't watched it, but I've seen the previews for it. And if you toggle over a stand up special and see the preview, and the preview joke isn't funny, mm. then obviously the rest of the special is garbage because they put one of the best jokes for the preview yeah. joke. Well, that was kind of like um. Even like the Jerry Seinfeld stuff, like the one uh, before this last one was pretty good. The one where he was uh, doing a lot of the, you know, he was at like the the comedy cellar and doing a lot of stuff like that, like little small places that it was like different places he was doing. That one was pretty good. But then he did the one after that, the last one he did, where it was at like a big theater in New York. I don't think I laughed one time. And that whole special. Yeah, I don't think I've ever laughed at anything Jerry Seinfeld has ever said. Really? <laughs> that's that's just me being honest, dude. Like Jerry Seinfeld is he's he's like obviously when you think stand-up comedy, you think Jerry Seinfeld. Like if I was like, do an impression of a stand-up comedian, like you would do like, what's the deal with yeah. blah blah blah? But he's also the absolute epitome of just everything that is hack. Like everything he does is just fucking hack. Yeah, but he airplane inv- food. He invented that though. That was his thing, and that's what people copy. Okay, but he invented hack. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm not, not saying Jerry Seinfeld's like my favorite comedian. He's, he's way down the list on comedians that I like. But I actually enjoy comedians and cars getting coffee way better than his specials. And I still yeah. like Seinfeld the TV show, but his stand-up specials are just not. His comedy is not my my cup of tea. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Seinfeld, the TV show, is hilarious. But I don't think I've ever laughed at, like, the intercut Jerry Seinfeld bits that they put in it. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool, that's a hacky bit. Now, what's Kramer I up, think dude? Jerry that's Seinfeld what I want is, like when you, is like what an AI would think uh, a comedian is. Like... If you tell right. an AI to create a stand-up comedian, it would spit out Jerry Seinfeld. I think Jerry Seinfeld is an AI. <laughs> Probably. He's just... He seems like he's smooth down there. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the impression that I get from him. Okay. I think he's smooth like a Ken doll. Well, uh, on that note, <laughs> maybe we should start wrapping this up because we're about at 40 minutes and uh i'm kind of tired for the night honestly yeah dude i'm i'm fucking ready to go man (laughs) (laughs) it has been a long day 
Let's just say two people at my job got fired today. Nice. That's how you know it's been a long day. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, for those watching on YouTube and whatnot and the uh, the Twitch, I just want to show uh, our buddy Old Rob from the Old Rob podcast sent me a shirt this last week. And uh, if you haven't listened to his show yet, go check out the Old Rob podcast. Go to oldrob.com. Check it out. It's one of the funniest podcasts out there. And uh, there, he's got like 10, 11 episodes in that first season. They're so good. Go check them out. And uh, yeah, so thank you to uh, Robbie Hennig for sending me the shirt. Yep. And uh, also, before we go, we want to remind you guys of our two contests that we have going on yes. to win free shit. First of all, you can win a free sticker pack. That's a whole bunch of stickers. If you go leave us a five-star review, anywhere podcasts uh, can be reviewed, I guess. And the funniest review that's screenshotted and sent to us will win the sticker pack. Really simple. Just write us the funniest review you can think of, and you might win a sticker pack. The second thing is we are currently entered into the WXXB uh, Viewer's Choice Awards. So if you go to the Communities tab, and you vote for open micers for best local podcast and send us a screenshot of your vote, uh, you will be entered to win free merchandise. I haven't decided what that is yet. It might be a t-shirt. It's probably going to be a t-shirt. Mm. So if you want to win a free t-shirt, go ahead, take that screenshot, and guess what? You can vote once a day. Yeah. So send me 20 fucking screenshots, <laughs> and you might you get 20 fucking entries, dude. It's that easy. Yeah, it's simple. Simple stuff, and, and you could win. You could win this cool, cool merch. And, uh, cool merch. So you could be goes, yoked like me. Yeah, be yoked like Jacob. Well, that's that's all I got for this week. You got anything before we go for this week? Mm, not really. Uh, we have a really cool bonus episode coming up uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, we are going to have Mr. Joel Byers from the Hot Breath Network on the podcast. That's a hot property right there, ladies Fantastic. and gentlemen. And that's just the one of many famous comedians who are set to come on the Open Micros podcast. Yeah, we so got a loaded tuned. schedule coming up the next month and a half. Yeah. And only like five of them will stand us up. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to look at our schedule, you want to go check us out. It's at openmicers.com that takes you right to the website there. So uh, I don't have anything... Uh, any shows coming up, but, uh, but just keep an eye on the, uh, the open micers website. You can, uh, we'll put up any shows we have coming up on there and, uh, that's going to just about do it for this week. So Jacob, anything else before we go? Nothing for me, man. All right. Well, if you would like to email us, you can email us at open podcast at gmail.com. Of course, our website is open and our link tree if you need to find anything we're doing, just go to our link tree at uh, linktree. Uh, what is it? Linktree.com slash openmicerspodcast. That'll take you everywhere. Or just go to our Twitter at openmicers and Instagram at openmicers. And we'll see you guys next week. That's not how link trees work. Is it? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's link tr dot. That's right. Yeah, so I'm just gonna leave this in. <laughs> it's <laughs> hold on. <laughs> that was my funny quip for the episode. That's not how link trees work. Uh, all right, here we go. Link. Uh, I'll go to open micers and link tr dot 
E backslash. We should just open do with the link tree what podcast. we did with Nerd Cave Retro and just make nerdcaveretro.com go straight to the link tree. It's linktr.ee slash open micros podcast. That's how you get to the link tree. Yes. So there it is. I'm going to leave all this in so you get it correct. Linktr.ee slash open micros podcast. So thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week.